Hello, hello. It is Monday, my dudes. Uh, yeah, this is the CHGO Sky Podcast. My name is Janice Scurrio. You can follow me on Twitter if you like. My Twitter handle is S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A, pronounced Scuriosa. And you may follow the CHGO Sky Podcast. That Twitter handle is C-H-G-O underscore Sky. I will let my wonderful co-host introduce herself. Oh, hello, Chicago and everybody else listening. Um, my name is Sabria Whitaker. You can follow me on Twitter as well at S-U-B-R-I-A Whitaker with one T. And let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to discuss the next show. And of course, feel free to talk anything Sky and WNBA Twitter with me. Yeah, we are always here for you. Uh, definitely reach out to us if there's something you'd like us to discuss on the show or if you just want to talk to us. I'm always down for talking with y'all. Uh, but anyway, brief recap. Uh, so if you're curious what the Sky have been doing lately, they fell to the storm uh, 71-74 last week, but defeated the Mystics 82-73 on Sunday afternoon. We're going to get a little bit more in-depth into that later on. Uh, but probably the, the biggest thing on the docket is that the ring ceremony, uh, the game versus the Indiana Fever, that is a tomorrow. So this guy have returned home from a three-game road trip to play the Indiana Fever for what will be the Sky's championship ring and banner night. So the ceremony begins at uh, 6.30 at Wintrust Arena. The game is going to be at 7 p.m. Central. And you can catch that on TV on the CW26 as well as the Indiana Fever Facebook page. Why is the Indiana Fever Facebook page hosting it? Which, I mean, I'm not complaining, but it's just, (laughs) why? (laughs) <laughs> I yeah I don't get it but anyway uh, oh well I mean I guess wait <laughs> it's gonna be on tv yes the t- tv and the the fevers facebook page maybe Indiana is too close so maybe they don't get it and it's blacked out and so their only option is facebook Anyway, I am more for accessibility. The the more venues you have to watch the game, like you could even just like project it on the side of a garage and I will watch it. But yeah, the more options, the better. Uh, but like I said before, that championship ring ceremony is scheduled to start promptly at 6.30 p.m. Central. And also too, just as a quick note, CHGO Sky will be on hiatus next week for Memorial Day. So uh, don't watch because there won't be a show. I mean, you could watch watch uh but yeah we're not gonna be here uh no but we will be at the what the mercury game like sunday mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> girl the game is having something so you can always meet us there absolutely yeah so uh sabria will you be at tomorrow's game i will be um at tomorrow's game oh yeah Unfortunately, I will not. Uh, it is my mom's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, mom. <laughs> we actually might. We actually might just come to the game. I, I actually don't know what she wants to do for her birthday tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, whatever that involves, uh, I may just be like, hey, let's go. Let's go see the sky. Let's go see a ring ceremony. Yeah. Like kind of earlier today, I was like, eh, it's a Tuesday. Like, I don't <laughs> It's like, but it's the ceremony. So it's just like, eh, I probably wouldn't if it wasn't this ceremony. But I get, like, from a front office point of view, I get why they have it playing the fever on a Tuesday. But also it's playing <laughs> the fever on a Tuesday. So, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, we would love to see you there. Uh, but anyway, uh, some quick news from across the W. If you haven't seen Azure Stevens TikToks or Cos tweets, you both know you, you know that both the Sky and Connecticut Sun had travel issues last night due to flight delays. Surprise! surprise. Yeah, big big shocker. Uh, so the Sun were able to get a 5:30 a.m. flight, but due to travel issues, the Sun had to cancel practice and media availability today. Uh, so some other things going on. The Phoenix. Mercury also had players and coaches due out due to illness. Uh, so Tina Charles had a sickness in Seattle. Skylar Diggins Smith is currently out. I think I saw a joke tweet saying that she was sick of Diana Taurasi. Yeah. Did you see what <laughs> happened that game? I did. I saw that. Yeah. Like, oof. 
Yeah. Now, I'm not familiar with their history. I know that they're currently beefing, uh, but uh, can you fill me in on that backstory there? Um. Okay, so I, I never necessarily noticed anything between them. I'm seeing some W insiders who aren't surprised, who are just like, eh, it's just a classic case of, you know, people who don't like each other. Um, and obviously, you know, that's very different than I think what the dynamic people saw when they were in the bubble. But again, that's like a bubble where you don't have other people. So you like have to really kumbaya with your teammates. But yeah. it's not surprising. I mean, everybody knows that Diana is super much going to say and do what I want. But also Skylar is the same way. So I think if I had to pick the two, personally, I would have preferred Diamond versus uh Sophie, but this is not a shock, not a surprise to me. So, I mean, we just kind of see, it looks like some words were exchanged before the camera was rolling because you kind of see Skylar upset, visibly upset. And what I mean by that is anytime you see someone shaking the leg, you know that something has already happened and that's her way of calming herself down. Like, I think she took a moment, she was like, Okay, Sky, like just chill out, Sky, like don't even say anything. But then she got up, she was like, Nope, eh, sorry, got up. And you see her um kind of like throw her arm too, because I think Brianna Turner tries to stop it. And Sky is like, nah, get off me, Brianna. And then she's like saying whatever she's saying. And kind of like, you know, kind of like almost like sunning a little bit, Diana, because mm-hmm. Diana's yeah. sitting down. So then obviously, naturally, Diana's gonna stand up. She's like, nah, you're not gonna talk to me like over me like that. It was very weird, though, because it's almost like when Skylar was standing over Diana, no one really moved but Di- but uh, Brianna Turner. Mm-hmm. But once Diana stands up, you see Sophie kind of come over. Coaches are like, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, which is a little odd. Um, it kind of suggests that either um, this is a common thing of Skylar and it wasn't really anything for people to be phased by or the dispute is like widely known throughout the team and they kind of have already decided that they agree with Diana more than Sky. So very interesting, but I will say, I think um, Tarika at She Knows Sports said that this is the first game. Well, that first game that, that Skylar missed after that was the first game she's missed in two seasons. So Yes, you can draw your own conclusions there. So I do know that you, you've got two pretty strong personalities, yes. both in DT and Sky. Uh, so you 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 get those two per- strong personalities together, and yeah, you're going to see sparks fly, and not in a good way. Um, but yeah, that Mercury team is just filled with interesting personalities. I know we've discussed here before on the show about how it, it was interesting to see that Diamond DeShields and Sophie Cunningham are now teammates, and and so I'm wondering mm. how that is going. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's going in some some sense. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's kind of like a, a situation that sucks more for, for Diamond probably because you're the new kid. So even though you all have history, I think it's kind of expected of her to just put it aside and like right. don't start nothing, won't be none type of thing. Even right. though I think she would be well within her rights. Like that's just me. Um, but again, I think <laughs> the Mercury in general is someone that – all of WNBA Twitter and just fans alike have kind of wondered what it's like, because I think the consensus is like, we think at least like nobody likes Sophie, but that's clearly not the case. Like you don't see that with the Mercury's dynamic. So I think that's very interesting just in general to see what the discussions are in the locker room, like how is the locker room? I think, um, Oh, and then after that game and they've caught heat for this last year in true Mercury fashion, they did not participate in the post-game presser. <laughs> so another example of people were like, oh, okay, this is what you guys are doing again. You clearly never want to talk when something happens that you want to dodge questions or don't want to necessarily talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but the coach alluded to just some chemistry issues, um, citing, of course, the missing BG a lot of people right. on Twitter didn't appreciate that because they're like, they kind of don't use that. Like, I don't know if it's, it could be true, but they're just like, don't say that because it, like, that's something completely different. Um, a lot of people obviously have relationships with her. And, but I mean, again, it's like, if that's somebody, I think if, you know, if you have a recipe 
and you've eaten it this same way for so long, mm-hmm. if you are missing an ingredient, it's just not going to be the same. So I yeah. get it. But also it's just like, you know, I think now is maybe a time where you want to try extra hard not to have these type of situations happen, especially not to use her name. But I think someone else followed up and coach said that they actually haven't even talked about it. It's an internal, I think she said it was like an internal issue. um, And they haven't talked about it, but once Sky returns that they will talk about it. Also important to note that this is a brand new coach as well. That's right. Yeah. They just have a lot going on. New teammates and diamond and Tina, Mm -hmm. Uh, missing the glue and the lovely spirit that is Brittany Griner. And then you're losing Sandy and you have this new coach. And I mean, Hey, maybe some stuff that Diana has gotten away with or whoever has gotten away with previously, maybe that's not flying because Sandy is now in New York. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I know in the first uh, game that this guy lost, uh, Coach Wade cited chemistry issues. And so even though uh, this guy's chemistry issues seem very uh, inconsequential compared to the ones you just mentioned, I can just imagine how that would just throw an an entire team dynamic off. But uh, as of right now, uh, the Mercury are two and four on the season. uh, So two games below 500 they've lost their last three games so maybe that's a little bit of a testament on how they're performing but I will say diamond is killing it yeah I'm I'm super happy for her love this for her wait did you see the video with her and was it Marina Mabry uh no I did not (laughs) um there was a play where kind of crossing half court and diamond is well to me it looks like diamond kind of has like she's behind her so she's kind of like tapping her um like her hip on the left side and tries to like poke the ball out on the right but that's how it looks in the slow down replay but if you are looking at it in real time it looked like diamond threw marina actually and i was like wait a minute whoa this is a new diamond like i don't know what the heat is in in phoenix but it was a new diamond definitely something that i was just like well i mean if she did it is marina but also like well i've never seen that side of diamond before so that had taken um twitter and a little frenzy at least in my mentions i got a lot of words thrown at me in my mentions about my comments on that video. But yeah, it's a long story short. It's a lot going on. And like you said, chemistry issues. I think we see that poor New York. Yeah. Heart goes out to Steph. Like, "Eh, you should have stayed, but you know, yikes. But yeah, going back to diamond, uh, it looks like, yeah, she's put up double figures and points in every game in all five games she's played. So love to see that. Uh, love to see her succeed. Uh, I, the reason why I'm kind of wearing this leather jacket actually is because <laughs> I was thinking about diamond earlier. So, yeah. And I watched the video. So, I mean, you talked about it. Kai's back now. So yesterday, was that yesterday? Was that yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Okay, the days are so long and just all these different time changes with games. It has like completely messed me up. But I guess yesterday was the first time they did the the song, the chant. That's right. That's right. I I put it on my Instagram. And I was watching it and I was excited to hear the chant. But I immediately noticed Diamond's absence and it made me really sad because it just does not hit the same without Diamond. Yeah. It's like Kai yeah. is missing like her other half. It's so sad. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just miss the bun and the headband and the, and goggles. the goggles. It's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, like maybe we could suggest that they bring some sort of like doll <laughs> or some sort of representation that Diamond is there somewhat in yeah. spirit. I need to start rocking some <laughs> goggles or something because I definitely miss her. I didn't think I would like, I'm just like, you know, so excited that she has found a place. And I think we've talked about this before, or at least I've been very adamant about just how important team chemistry is. And I Mm -hmm. think that a lot of fans don't realize a player can be a great player, but on a certain team with other teammates, it just doesn't work. And we're seeing that now with diamond, like, right. This is the diamond that we wanted, but that doesn't mean that she had the recipe to get it done here in Chicago. Right, and, right, right. And I and that was also my concern with someone like Tina 
in Phoenix. You would think, okay, you have a Diana, you have a Skyler, and we saw Skyler be the face of a team um, in Dallas. Dallas, yes, but it was Tulsa originally. So that franchise, and we've seen Tina wherever she is, kind of you know, lastly in DC, picking up you know the pieces, putting teams on her back, and you have these three people, and then of course when BG is there, and you think all these players have the ability to lead teams on their own, but then you put them in one team, and you would think Phoenix would be walking around just mopping everybody, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, we don't have that problem in Chicago, I don't think. Cause I don't think so, yeah. You had Candace leading L.A., you had Vander Quiggs being the face of Chicago for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and all these different pieces. And Emma is just doing amazing things. Yeah. And Rebecca all the way from, from Europe doing her thing. I'm just happy we don't have those issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially uh, we'll talk about Mies a little bit later on in this show. But yeah, uh, she definitely was doing great things in D.C. for a while. Uh, yeah. We even had like a reverse revenge game today. Yeah. <laughs> Like, or yesterday or, or yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yesterday, like yeah. I was like, cause um, someone put on Twitter that they sold their tickets for like $200 a piece. What? And I was talking with someone I'm like, you know what? Now that I think about it, cause I'm wondering, and, and they had sold out. So Washington sold that game out yesterday. And I was like, well, what? I was like, Oh wait, it's Emma. Yeah. It's Emma. And, Emma versus Elena. And Del yeah. yeah. Yes. Elena like, Deladon. Yeah. And Kyle used to play for them. That's right. Yeah. So I was just like, wow, this is like, uh, basically the Chicago mystics going on <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. It's essentially like a, a revenge game, but with like a reverse multiplier. Uh, oh my goodness. But we'll get, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, some, some sundry sky news. So time magazine named Candace Parker, one of their 100 most influential people of 2022. Ah, there, there's her smiling face, uh, in an article written by none other than Dwayne Wade, Chicago's very own D Wade. Uh So, I remember him being pressed before. Like, there was something like he may have been little, like, in Chicago, but then he ended up moving to, like, something with an R, I think. I can't remember, but it's not Chicago. So, I'll have to pull up a video of him being pressed about it. Oh, wait a minute. Didn't he grow up in Chicago, though? <laughs> so, it was like he was here, like, truly as, like, a kid. Like, maybe, like three or something, mm -hmm. but then he ended up moving to like a suburb. Oh, like Rockford? Now I have to, now, now I have to go. Because <laughs> if you look at his bio, even on Twitter, I'll let you finish your story and then I will confirm because you know how I am about Totally. Chicago. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, I know. All right. So Dwayne Wade had this to say about Candace. As a fellow athlete and a fellow parent, I admire what she's accomplished and how she has taken her daughter all over the world while playing to provide for her family. Her commitment is unparalleled, as are her insights. Through her work as an NBA commentator, she always offers me a different way to think about the game. All right. What did you find, Sabria? Robbins, Illinois. D-Way's Twitter says from Robbins, Illinois. Oh, I don't even know Women where are. Where, 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 where is Robbins? Cannot doesn't matter. It's not Chicago. Can't tell you. <laughs> Naperville and Robbins are not Chicago, so I guess they can uh, bond over the fact that they are from not Chicago, but play for Chicago teams. Chicago land, I guess. Yeah, sure. Greater Chicago gr market. Yes. Teams or whatever the way to say that. Yeah. Right. Well, the, yeah. Robbins and Naperville will can get those murals. I suppose it's like seventeen miles southwest. Oh, wow. Whatever that's that's that far. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't even. It's not Chicago. Yeah, it, to your it's point. totally not Chicago. Like I keep saying, the, the person who actually lives the closest to Chicago that never gets put in that is Jewel Lloyd. Yeah. Like she is truly the closest one. Like you could just really just get to her house. But like I'm not just going to Naperville on a whim. Like I have to prepare for that. You got to fill up the tank that's $8 a gallon now. Like you're just, <laughs> I'm just not going to Naperville and I'm just not going to Robbins. Okay. Oh. Leah says uh, he went to high school in Oak Lawn at Richards. Thank you. Oh, Again, my goodness. not Chicago. Yeah, that's yeah. Oak Lawn is not Chicago either. No. <laughs> now I feel like we have to remake Amaretta's song. And I didn't I meant to talk about that last week. I had brought the shirt and everything. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? With with what? So there's a rapper named Amaretta. 
Oh, yeah, in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. And she made a song of like, you know, College Park is not Atlanta. Decatur oh, is not Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw this and she was doing like so much of the video or is it maybe all of the video? She filmed at Truist Park, which is not in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what Tru- everybody. Yeah, Truist Park is not in Atlanta. That's what no. everybody says. But okay, so but I thought like maybe. But if you look it up though, it does say it's Atlanta. So I don't know if there was like some rezoning or something. I don't know. And some places are weird with like maybe she's talking about Atlanta, like downtown Atlanta, versus like those places are actually in Atlanta County because I know like, even though Chicago is cook County yeah, places like, like Dallas is just like in Dallas County, you know, like some of them are just named after. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So <laughs> now I feel like we have to remake it. And the reason I brought this up. So to the person in Chicago land, it's all the same place on a larger scale, respectfully. No, but um, <laughs> I brought that up because, okay. So, and this is, Goes back to the clip that I was actually a little worried about that I saw that um, CHGO Sports posted about me saying that um, I wish Chicago Chicago Sky Games were more reflective of Chicago. So this Mm -hmm. is like a great little segue of what I meant by that. So Atlanta, the dream, linked up with Amaretta for their intro video. Oh, man. So she redid the song and she goes, Chicago is not Atlanta. LA is not Atlanta. <laughs> Seattle is not Atlanta. So she's naming all the 11 other teams in the W and it says it's not Atlanta. I thought that was genius. They gave her like a little Jersey, an Atlanta dream Jersey dress. Like all the players are in the video. It was genius. So I, the shirt that I brought um, last week when we went to the Atlanta game yeah. against LA, they had shirts made that said LA is not Atlanta and it had the Atlanta dream logo <laughs> on it. And I thought it was the cutest thing. Of course, Twitter had to do the most about it because of Kennedy Carter and that mm. whole little situation. Me personally, everybody that went, there were shirts on every chair. Everybody that went got a shirt. I thought it was great. It was the cutest little thing. And now I feel like one Chicago, someone from Chicago needs to redo that song because, um, Oak Lawn is not Chicago. Robbins is not. is not Chicago. But also, I would just love to see Chicago take something like that. Like, they did have Sasha Gohart that someone yeah, also responded did. to they earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love Sasha Gohart. Um, I love the first season of the show, Southside. But I just think that it was, it was like, so close. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, so close. But maybe if they keep leaning into something like that. But to say like 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 who would be the Chicago equivalent? I know there's like I don't know, and I keep seeing people talk um, about it on Twitter, saying people are now kind of saying, "Well, who's Chicago going to get for All Star?" And yeah. someone was like, "Get Chance," and I'm like, "No, Chance is too obvious of the choice." I, I feel I, I, mean, I think I think they need to go a little well, bit deeper, and it's like Chance. boost someone else, support someone else. You yeah. know, he's fine. Like. Me, I'm like women. Like I, I'm all about women. If this, if you can go to a woman first, just, 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 just do women. I don't even necessarily feel like they necessarily have to be from Chicago, just because I don't think like our, our bag, um, for like women artists is deep enough for that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like as far as like how the chance thing, and and this is me talking on someone like I met Chance a long time ago in high school have met his father, his brother before, like, so I truly mean this, like, and like his friend, um, we have a mutual friend who's actually like his publicist. So don't want any smoke, um, Taryn, <laughs> but, um, I just think that like, that was prop shot, shout out and props to him for jumping on that way first, because it was like wide open, but that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Like, you know, I think in this case with Atlanta, Atlanta saw the opportunity with Amaretta and they reached out. Whereas I think the chance thing was more like a, a lane, an opportunity that he saw and capitalized on it. Granted, I did see his daughter um, and wife there before we kind of went on the run, but I would have liked it to be more authentic. Right, so I, yeah. I don't think it should be that again, especially because at the party when everyone won, he literally gave a longer speech than any of the Sky players at the club. And we were like, okay, give the mic back to Ka or Candice. <laughs> um, so someone who, you know. Someone who actually played in the game can speak now. 
I mean, or just someone who who knows to let the players speak because yeah. they actually won the. It was like he thought he was Drake. Um, oh and that God. picture, well, who was that? Kentucky, I think. He's mm. like sitting there in the film room with the Kentucky players in a warm up. Like we don't need that. <laughs> but if we are gonna have that, I think it should be a woman. Yeah, Dreezy is cool. I actually, um, I actually tried to get Dreezy to come out to the home opener because she was here previously for I think an appearance at the Little Dirt concert. Um, but I'm not sure. I have to hit her up about that. And I don't know. Did Chance get the tattoo? I remember there. Yeah, yeah. He, he he said that he was going to to get tattooed, but I'm not sure if he ever did. I I, I don't know if he uh, followed up on that. Ask the publicist, Karen. <laughs> yeah, I have to ask her. <laughs> I will. I will ask her to confirm. And then if he did, maybe we can have him come on the show and show us. Exactly. So, like yes, a, like a will, tattoo reveal show yes, on CHGO Sky. I will hit her up and ask him and ask uh, her if he got it, and we'll see what happens with that. But also, I'm going to hit up Dreezy and see. If they could work something out. I also tried really hard to get Kaylani to come to the game. Yes, yes. I had tweeted about it. I did end up emailing um, their team and their manager responded and was like, and CC some other people. So I, to me, if you CC somebody else, that's in the email, progress. That's progress. That means that you're yeah. like really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, hey, you should see this, right? I and, think this is legit. And yeah. um, the record signing that happened that Friday was like 12 minutes. Like I had put it in GPS. Everything it was like 12 minutes away. Whole team could have came out. Unfortunately, they didn't. But I tried. So maybe the W should circle back with Kaylani about All Star. Hmm. <laughs> Obviously, no Chicago ties there, but but Kalani's pretty cool though. Yes. So who who would you pick? Oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> honestly, like the the Chicago rapper that I had in mind might not be appropriate for a family audience. Uh. <laughs> who? Uh, the person I was thinking of was Cupcake. Um. I knew oh. you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, I'm just like, what songs would she be able to yeah. perform in front of a family? I, I, I don't think she would be able to really rap about, uh, un- unless she wrote a rap about basketball, but she would still find a way to yeah. just like put her own style into she, it. She could do the cover of Naperville is not Chicago. Okay. I wa- <laughs> like, honestly, I wonder if she's still um, like in Hyde Park. Because I remember going through her media like the other day. And I was like, oh, I, I used to live right across the street from that business. So I'm not going to put her business out there. But yeah. if she's still out there, I think that would be cool. And that was kind of my concern, honestly, with, with Sasha. Yeah. Just because I'm like, now, I don't know who put this together. But like, I was a little worried on like, do the owners know who Sasha is? <laughs> And what is about to happen? Very nervous. But if they can lean into that, I say, why not? <laughs> cupcake with cupcakes. I'm I'm just trying to think of a scrubbed cupcake album that it, like just removes all of the words and all of the subject matter. It's just basically just every other word is just her saying the a but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, this is a family show. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, uh, if you if if you listen to Cupcake, you know what we're talking about. Uh, But anyway, uh, more Sky News. Uh, Lee Yuri is going to be joining the Sky very soon. Uh, She has arrived in Chicago as of Sunday. Uh, So what can we expect from Lee? Uh, So size is probably the most obvious thing. Uh, She's six, seven. So very similar to Steph Dolson's game. She may not be the fastest center, but she makes herself an excellent target in the pick and roll game. Uh, So uh, she was the key member of the Chinese national team, uh, was a three-time WCBA champion center. Uh, She was originally drafted by the Atlanta Dream in the third round of the 2019 WNBA draft. Uh, And then the Sparks got her rights in February 2022. And then the Chicago Sky uh, later acquired the rights to her in March. Uh, 
via the Lexi Brown trade. Uh, but anyway, her stats in the Tokyo Olympics were pretty ridiculous. So uh, 78% from the field, that is a ridiculous shooting percentage. Uh, yeah, 18 point, uh, or 14.8 points per game, 8.3 rebounds. Um, and I think it's also good to note that she's also a very good free throw shooter. Uh, so she shot 77% on free throws across 12 games. So uh, yeah, due to some uh, scouting reports I've seen, she also plays to contact. So uh, we'll see her at the line quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, basically her size is her advantage. And if she uses that at both ends of the court, uh, yeah, uh, that's going to be more baskets for the sky uh, and more points and more points means uh, you win more games. Uh, so I'm really excited to see her. Uh, yeah. Uh, your thoughts on Lee joining the team? Yeah. First thought is like, um, man, I hope that coach can figure out the rotations sooner than later, especially because with Ka back, yeah. um, and I honestly love what I've seen from Azure Stevens lately. And I mean, I, I was discussing this with Chris Pennant a little while ago to have those points from Ka off the bench is definitely a luxury. Uh, but the thing is, though, are we now getting too crowded or does this mean that Wade just simply has more options to deal with? Yeah, and I think we see that. Um, I think I would compare it probably to L.A. Um, just because, again, another instance of like, you have NECA, you have Liz, um, and it seems like they're struggling to try and get a true rotation. And obviously, they have way more time than mm -hmm. than we are now just having Ka. And it's like we have somebody new, I feel like, every week, and they kind of haven't figured that out. And um, when the Mavs lose, uh, Christy will go back to L.A. So then they'll have to redo that. And then also um, – in in Atlanta, they just got uh, Tiffany Hayes back. And I remember she's been out. Like, she's been here, um, but she's been just sitting out. And I think rest is, like, the reason. And someone on the broadcast asked Coach, so your literal franchise player, when is she going to go back in the lineup? And Coach was like, look, Ryan Howard has been Ryan Howarding. Cheyenne Parker has been Cheyenne Parkering. And I am in no rush to mess up the the just synergy that they have going on. So I wonder if coach is going to take that kind of same approach. Like they're doing it. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. Or do you risk disrupting it now to make sure it works in time for playoffs? Since I mean, last year we kind of sucked for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and then they clicked at the right time and we see we got a ring out of it so interested to see what decision he makes yeah absolutely so it says uh Glassic says Lee and Azare could be the four or five in the second unit but minutes will be interesting yeah especially because uh, minutes will be very hard to come across uh but I do know uh, coach Wade said in that first game uh, versus the Sparks that uh he said himself that he wanted to do a better job of rotating players out yes, and keeping legs that. legs fresh uh, so, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see uh, how, uh, yeah, the lineup shapes out. Do we have to get rid of somebody? I didn't count. Uh, I meant to do that before. Yeah, I, I, I believe uh, Tina Kreishnik was was let go in, in a corresponding move. But that was... Oh, for Ka. For Ka. Oh, that's so right. Then okay. we lose, do we lose someone else? Now I feel like I have to go count. I mean, I feel like... Probably, right? Like, Yeah, at this point, uh, yeah, uh, it's getting pretty crowded, so someone's got to go. Mm. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Yeah, we don't want to think about that just yet. Uh, but I guess just a heads up for people listening to kind of think about that now and prepare <laughs> yourself for when that happens. Since you said she's here. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, apparently she has arrived uh, yesterday, according to my timeline here. 
Um, but yeah, uh, something to think about as we go forward. So while that thought mulls in the back of your mind, here's something else that we'd like you to have mull in the front of your mind. Uh, and that is supporting CHGO. The best way to do that is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership and that unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And Leah has made a really good point. I might cry if Rebecca is let go. Uh, Annalie too. I, I, I would cry if Annalie is also let go. Uh, but anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership. Uh, if if uh, Rebe- Rebecca is let go, Janice will cry. A free t-shirt from the CHGO locker. There's also a super dope sky shirt, by the way. And that's all for making a $50 first time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, of course, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we will be happy to help you out. Uh, so your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new features, live NBA saying, oh, wait. NBA is not even happening right now. Like, I'm going to skip over that part. Uh, c- combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Want more? You can also boost your live same game parlays, watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And now online signup is available in Illinois, and you can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alrighty. Uh, all right. So now that I'm not thinking about crying, uh, let's talk about the past two games. Uh, so sheltering from the storm as well as demystifying the mystics. Uh, let's start with the good. Uh, so yesterday, Sunday, it was a very good day. Candace Parker messed around and got a triple-double. Yes. Uh, so she finished with 16 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists to become just the third player in WNBA history with multiple triple-doubles. She joins none other than her teammate, Courtney Vandersloot, and none other than legend Cheryl Swoops as the only players in WNBA history with multiple triple-doubles. That is pretty dang cool. Yes. Uh, and I believe um, that puts all three of them at two. But I'm also, if I'm remembering correctly, Cheryl and Courtney had one in the regular season and one in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So Candace is the first and the only to do two or more than one in the regular season. So mm-hmm. in that category, she's all by herself. Yes. She's also the oldest player in WNBA history to, to get a triple-double. So still doing it at 36. Heck yeah, Candice. Uh, so about the Mystics, uh, coming into Sunday, the Mystics uh, were a pretty strong team. They are good. They were 5-2 and two before falling to the sky yesterday. And of course, like we mentioned before, this was almost like a reverse multiplier uh, a revenge game of uh, Old friend Elena Deladon uh, was back after playing just three games over the uh, last two seasons. Uh, yeah, and the Mystics were off to their best start uh, since their champion sh- championship season in 2019. Uh, so, so a couple of players that did very well for them. Uh, Shakira Austin was was really fantastic as well. Uh, so uh, I did notice during the broadcast uh, that... Uh, the 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 Google metrics for Googling Shakira Austin like went up 200% while that game was happening. And rightfully so, rightfully so. She was the third pick in the 2022 WNBA draft, which you also predicted, Sabria. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so the game featured only two active time WNBA MVPs in Candace Parker and Elena Deladon. Um, and Deladon also missed uh, their her, Washington's last game with a back injury. Uh, but yeah, um, so Elena Deladon and Emma Mieseman faced off on Sunday, and they've also done it before, back when Elena Deladon played for Chicago and Emma played for uh, D.C., so I thought that was super, super fascinating. Yes. Very cool. Um, and I want to say they talked to her about um, her decision to come over here in the broadcast, and she said it was one of those things that she needs to do to grow and love to see her growing um and like they said it's like 
everything worked out for everyone, um, especially like with the car trade. Um, they got theirs to when it's like kind of like right after they got uh, Deladon, and then we got ours, and now it's like, well, Emma already got hers over there. Hopefully, she could come get one over here, and you know, we can be team buddies. I guess like if if Chicago had to choose a bestie in the league, I'm hoping it would be Washington. I think so too. Yeah, I, I think there's like definitely a lot of similarities there. Uh, definitely a lot of uh, similar styles of play. Uh, yeah. So because that game was close, it really was the whole time. It it, it, it really was. Win. Yeah, there were a couple of runs where, uh, yeah, uh, this guy definitely capitalized on a lot of turnovers. Uh, and yeah, as soon as Candace Parker definitely just kind of got cooking, uh, then yeah, the rest was history. So holy crap! Yeah, that was a really fantastic game to watch. Uh, so also too, probably the big uh, storyline from yesterday's game: the highly anticipated turn a return of Kalia Copper. So she scored her first points of the season on a pull-up jumper uh, just at the 328 mark of the first quarter. So already just uh, making a huge impact. Uh, so now that Ka's back, I'm really happy to see Ka back. Uh, so I talked a little bit earlier about Azure Stevens and her role going forward. Uh, so having her for points off the bench is great, but also, too, uh, this has to be a testament to depth, right? Um, yeah. She looks like I was saying yesterday, I was like, I don't, maybe it's just that last season was hazy, but I just don't remember this as the right last season, but I could be wrong, but I'm just loving, I'm just loving, honestly, her and her energy. And I'm just like, okay, we really have a bench. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I've noticed is that Azure seems to be Candace's shadow. Like whenever I go to shoot around or practice, uh, Azure is always just following Candace around and yeah, Candace is certainly kind of leading her and yeah, I can tell how close they are. And I'm sure a lot of that Candace wisdom is rubbing off on Azure. Um, but yeah, she, she definitely has been putting in work. Uh, she definitely, uh, she, she did the, uh, the USA basketball uh, thing over the uh, yes. the off season, so yeah, uh, definitely that hard work seems to be paying off. Right, so going to last week's game on Wednesday, where the storm overtook the sky. Uh, this was a very heartbreaking loss because they, they almost came back. Yes, they almost that came seems back. Seems to be a thing with them lately. I'm noticing it, and I kind of need them to stop. But <laughs> I also was kind of saying, I was like, you know, in high school, mostly high school it was always harder to maintain an A than to kind of slack off in the beginning and yeah. then do all the work at the end to get yeah. the A. But they need to stop doing that because it <laughs> it stresses me out a little more than it probably should. And hopefully they learn their lesson. And I knew coming into that Storm game, I was like, Gabby has something to prove. Be very, very careful with how they proceed with that team. Yes, yes. Gabby definitely was out for blood in that game too. And yeah, th th that's a perfect analogy just mainly because the first three quarters were pretty sloppy. Uh, and I just noticed that Ezzy Magbagor, uh, she, 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 she was not just intimidated by Candace Parker at all. She was like, Candace Parker who? Uh, and I just noticed that, yeah, Candace was hardly like ever able to guard Magbagor. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she tied uh, a career high with 21 points. And uh, the last time she scored 21 points was also against the sky. And that was on August 15th, 2021. So Magbagor is a certified sky problem. And I, and I think if I remember correctly, she's only 22. Yeah. She's really young. Yes. <laughs> and then she did it again, again, cause I remember watching um, their game against the sparks and I'm like, okay, Gabby, has another point to prove. Uh, and I just remember watching her and she, I want to say she blocked Liz, Liz's shot like twice, like in the same, like she went up, she blocked it. She got it back. She tried to go. She was like, no. So I was just like, <laughs> Oh, she's, she doesn't, she's not scared of anybody. She's not phased up. Anybody doesn't matter how tall you are. It doesn't matter if you're on a cover of 2k. She's, <laughs> she's not worried. And I love that for her kind of hate that for us because I think the storm always keep popping up in the playoffs. And I'm just like, can y'all just, I'm sick of you all go away. So hopefully they can figure out a plan if we have to see them later, mm -hmm. but she's a problem. 
Absolutely. Yeah. The fact that she is not afraid of anyone, let alone uh, Candace Parker, is certainly something to be worried about. Uh, but one thing that this guy really didn't do in this game is uh, capitalize on turnovers. So the scorm, the, the, the scorm, God, <laughs> the storm scored 21 points off 19 sky turnovers, while the sky just scored two points off Aye. 17 storm turnovers. Terrible. That's pretty terrible. And just looking at the stats, um, the storm and sky were pretty much shooting equivocal uh so uh it's not necessarily that the sky weren't necessarily uh just missing their shots the the, the storm weren't either uh but yeah uh capitalizing off those turnovers is definitely going to be a must uh so before that uh this guy just committed 12 turnovers over the past two games and i do notice uh i i did remember that in that first game uh a sleut Coach Wade uh, all pointed out that, uh, yeah, uh, tightening up the turnovers is definitely going to be a priority. Uh, so we did see a little bit about, we, we did see a little of that in this game. But yeah, uh, 19 to- total turnovers for this guy in that Storm game. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I know we're going backwards a little bit here, uh, but that game against the Mystics was pretty fun to watch. It was really good to see uh, this guy also just play so well against a pretty uh pretty well-to-do team at this point uh, in the season. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, um, I uh, skipped over this note. So old friend Jantel Lavender uh, re- re- <laughs> reached 15, uh, well, 1,500 career rebounds uh, with her fifth rebound of the game at the 335 mark of the third quarter. So I always like mentioning uh, former Sky players and what, what they do against us. I love Jantel. Um like she's just such a great person um someone who's very kind of slept on if you look at her resume you mm-hmm. don't really you're just like oh wow so I encourage everyone who's listening please go look at Jantel Lavender's resume she did um a lot of of work um p- put in a lot of work over the summer with Athletes Unlimited um was sad to see Indiana's decision, um, but she's still got paid. So I was like, get your money, get your money tail. And now she's, you know, using a lot of her, um, just her knowledge as a vet, someone who has won a ring um, in the storm. And so I always have to look at those, those storms because they are very good at putting a lot of pieces together and, they got this whole new arena now, so they're probably going to try and do some big things in it, but they need to just hold off. And, <laughs> yeah. We'll have an umbrella for the next time we see them. Uh, all right, so uh, this guy play the Indiana Fever tomorrow. Uh, so besides getting new jewelry, uh, this guy will have to worry about an interesting young fever team. So they're two and six. Their record isn't great, but they still have some very talented players we need to watch out for. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think Destiny Henderson is probably the one that comes to mind. But anyone else on the fever you think that we should particularly keep our eyes out for? Uh, I mean, yeah, Henny is very. The thing about Henny is that she's like, I don't even know the word, but she's like shifty I guess like he thinks she's gonna do something and then next thing you know she's doing like a reverse layup under the basket and it's just like okay Henny um but again that high IQ that a lot of people have been talking about playing under a great like Dawn Staley of South Carolina mm-hmm. um and then her connection with um Tiffany Mitchell I love Tiffany Mitchell um if she gets going definitely a problem but honestly, Queen, like yeah, Queen is Queen, going off because yeah. I think I'm not sure if Nalissa is still out. I hated to see her go down during um, kind of like their little mini series, what I like to call them when they keep, you know, because of traveling. I love how the W, uh, especially since last year, has started to have teams play a lot of back to back when they're already like playing that team. So when they had like a double like a back-to-back against Atlanta. Um, Nalissa Smith went down, which the number two pick in the WNBA draft. So would love to to see what she looks like against a Chicago Sky. Um, but if she's still out, Queen has another person who's like not scared to block your shot. Doesn't matter how many years you've been in the league. Doesn't matter <laughs> what you can do. She's starting to really feel herself. And I love that for her. So she was slept on a lot, I think, coming into the draft. So I just really am loving, still upset at Indiana um, about how they did my girl Amisha. So 
I can't give them too much praise. And I did talk about <laughs> it yesterday. Again, a team that who them fans. Those fans. I oh, just, yeah, because weren't we, last episode, we were pulling a petition together yes. for Sky fans to volunteer to cheer for the fever. Yeah, yeah. and then I remembered, <laughs> and, I, and I tweeted when I was watching the game, I was like, yeah, every time I want to do another call to action for Indiana, I just remember how they did Amisha, and it just makes me mad, and so then I don't want to say anything. But I will say that they brought back the 2012 championship team um, and celebrated their 10-year anniversary of that championship at the game yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And to to have Tamika Ketchings come back. And, to, and I tell everybody, I don't think Indiana Fever fans like the Indiana Fever. I think they like Tamika Ketchings. So I think that might have something to do with – I mean, other than also them just kind of having a really bad record last season. I think that has a lot to do with – fan retention and also the fact that they're gonna they just got through playing in the arena that they share with the Pacers and then they're going to the farm and then they're going to Butler I think um so they had three different places in one season that we talked about last week but it just was so sad to see Tamika back in the building with you know Karima Christmas Kelly and uh Breon January and it was like nobody there and I'm just like okay if you all can't show up for them like I hate that but I will say that I think it's interesting how I don't even remember what I was watching it on but in the broadcast when they had the players come out during halftime they all had a mic and they went down the line and they got to talk about something like a memory of theirs with that championship team and um, CC Andrews who also played in athletes unlimited made a great point on Twitter. So you mean to tell me that we can actually see all the players that you're honoring and that they can actually have a mic and talk because we did not see that when the <laughs> W honored the legends of the 25 years. And so to kind of see what we were asking for and be said, oh, so it wasn't too much to ask. Oh, that is actually something that could have been done. I will give them their credit for that. I'm also still going to scold Indiana fans for not showing up for that um, occasion. Because, I mean, hey, who knows the next time Indiana is going to be able to hold a trophy up. So maybe you all should have took advantage of that and went to the game. Uh, but, yeah, like, you know, Montez Smith on here is saying, do not take Indiana fever lightly. And I don't. Like, like I said, they're young. I think it's a little bit of a mismatch in height, but Kelsey Mitchell, too. Mm. Like, Tiffany and Kelsey is like when they get going, I think every time they go into the paint, they're going to have to look up for Queen because I guess she's going to block it. And um, Emily has some – someone's put on Twitter yesterday, Emily Engsler has, like, the record for, oh, man, if that would have went in, that would have been cool shots. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> let's hope that she doesn't <laughs> – find whatever is missing to convert on those while playing Chicago, because then we might get in trouble. And even Brittany Sykes said before when LA played them last year. And I mean, well, I think really they only won like two games last season mm. and they were one of them. And it, I know it's, it had to take a moment and it probably hurt to be like, not y'all only won two games and one of them was about us, <laughs> uh, you know? So same thing, Chicago can't overlook them just because of their record or the fact that they're young. Because even though that means a little bit of inexperience, that means they got a lot of energy to beat people up and down that court. And we saw a little bit of that. And like you said, with keeping them having fresh legs. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So basically, yeah, just be alert, stay fresh. So speaking of being alert, I'm going to alert you to this. So the best way to support this podcast is to become a CHGL member. We got podcasts and live shows on every team, literally every team, every day. We've got a new show on the Chicago Fire and the Red Stars. Uh, shout out to Claire and Sandra. Uh, post-game shows, a premium written content content for members at allchgo.com. Dope merch for all teams, including a beautiful Chicago Sky shirt, uh, which can be yours for free if you become a member. And also access to a members-only Discord called the CHGO Lounge. So tap in, chop it up with us we'd love to talk with you so please become a member we would love to see you and, and have you join the conversation 
So uh, moving on to our very last segment is court of law. That's me hitting a gavel or, or the, the sound of Sabria hitting a gavel. All right. There we go. <laughs> All right. So CHGO Sky is a basketball podcast, but we're going to take a little bit of a left turn uh, for court of law. Uh, and we're going to actually talk about baseball for a short minute. Yes. Not surprising because I feel like you find a way to bring baseball into the conversation every show. <laughs> so I think they should be used to that though. They should be. They yeah. should be. Uh, but I do want to bring attention to this uh, Kalia Copper tweet yes. where uh, this was shown to me by Chris Pennant. Uh, before you crack a joke with me, ask yourself if I play with you like that. And so the story here uh, basically is, uh, so for those of you who watched uh, the White Sox versus Yankees series this weekend, uh, Tim Anderson uh, essentially just being restrained here, uh, (laughs) uh, Josh Donaldson uh, called Tim Anderson Jackie in uh, what Donaldson says was a joke, it was an inside joke. Right. But the thing is, though, uh, a very important thing to remember is that uh, Tim Anderson and Josh Donaldson are not friends. No. So a handful of people on Twitter brought up the fact that, oh, well, Tim Anderson referred to himself as Jackie Robinson, but that's not exactly true. Uh, Tim Anderson says that uh, he is looking to become like Jackie Robinson in the sense that Jackie changed the game and Tim is looking to do something similar with his style of gameplay where he's just simply being himself and uh, just making sure his personality shows on the field. So uh, there was a lot of discourse on Twitter this weekend on whether or not, uh, uh, I can't even remember his name, he makes me so angry, Josh Donaldson uh, (laughs) was out of pocket by saying that. And the thing is though, you don't get to decide on, like, say, uh, whether someone of, of color, this, t- this time a black man, uh, you, you, you don't get to say whether or not he gets to be offended. It's his call on whether he thinks that the, the phrase is, is offensive. So, uh, so, yeah, there were a lot of people tr- uh, just, uh, yeah, telling Tim that he shouldn't be offended, calling Tim a crybaby, calling him whiny. But no, I, I definitely thought he was completely right uh, to, to be offended. A lot of his teammates uh, had his back. I know Joe Kelly, uh, Yasmani Grandal was ready to fight uh, Josh Donaldson. Um, yeah, Liam Hendricks. Uh, yeah, so Tim definitely had the support of his teammates. But uh, here, uh, yeah, I feel as if uh, Do- Donaldson only got a one-game suspension, which I think is complete shit. Uh, uh, Joe Kelly received eight games for making a face at Carlos Correa, but Josh Donaldson just gets one game for uh, making a racially motivated comment uh, at a black man. Uh, so, Sabria, I know you want to go off on this, so... Yeah, I mean, like you, I mean, you you said it, you laid the foundation pretty well. I think a perfect example is people have their first names and people have nicknames and then people have, you know, titles or so, you know, my name is Sabria, but some people who don't know me, depending on the setting, will call me Miss Whitaker. Some people call me Sabria. Some people call me Brie. Some people call me Bria. Those all are determined based on our relationship and how well you know me. And I'm the type of person could be the fact that my parents are from Alabama and Mississippi. But if I don't know you, I'm absolutely probably going to call you, you know, Mr. Miss ma'am like that type of thing like I'm never just gonna call someone by their first name I'm gonna ask what would you like for me to call you in this instance we all know that that Tim never said to anyone call me Jackie we clearly know what was behind that and even if we don't we saw that the fans knew exactly what time it was when the next game they're yelling and calling him Jackie um and he hit the home run and they throw the ball back onto the field as if he had done anything wrong to them. Um, but I think this is a perfect example, even though it is about baseball. I think this type of thing, people should NW NBA Twitter can take that because when I spoke on the situation with um, Skylar and Diana and a lot of people were in my mentions making a point to say they wanted to 
humble Skylar Diggins and she's a brat. You're calling a grown woman that you do not know a brat. Get out of my mentions. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, again, I'm all about women and I'm not saying that, you know, people who aren't women can't support women's sports. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but in this instance, you have a lot of grown men who are hell bent on, you know, villainizing and trying to humble women. Why? Especially in this case, it's Diana versus Skylar and you're only picking on Skylar. Why? Like, mm. ask yourself that. So a teachable moment for everybody um, that these are real humans, real people who have real emotions. Um, stop adding athletes you don't know to tell them. Just like how you feel. They did not ask. You know, if it's not positive, keep it moving. If you don't know their name, ask them what they would like to be referred as. And before you joke with them like that, please ask if they mess with you like that. And so that is- wise words from Ka right there. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you don't get to tell Tim Anderson how to feel about something. If he's offended, he's offended. Uh, so what is your ruling, Judge Whitaker? Um, the New York Yankees and their entire fan base are held in contempt and have been deemed out of pocket. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And with that, that is today's show. Uh, Thanks for listening in. As a reminder, we'll be on hiatus next week, but we'll be back at it on June 6th with uh, more stuff to, to chat about. All right. Take care, Chicago. We love you. Bye. Bye and four.